It's the 8 for 52 podcast. Hi, this is Bodders. G'day, Bushy here. And this is episode 12, Bushy, of the 8 for 52 podcast. As always, you can DM us on Insta or get us on that famous email address, Bushy. Podcast 852 at iCloud.com. That's it, that's it. Reach out to us at any time. Um, well, we've got another exciting episode in front of us, mate. 12 episodes. End of the second over. End of the second over. Never thought we'd make it this far, did we? <laughs> we did not. Right? And we've got a big episode coming up. Big, big, big. Before we get to that, my favourite little part, the intro. Tell me about where we are globally, Bushy. Well, I've got a special little one for you today, Bodders. Yeah. Had a look at the charts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where, chartable. Chartable. Where, where, where are we uh, doing well? We're doing well in the US. We know that already. Yeah. And we're going to touch on that next Big week. market. But number one. In one particular market. Can you guess which one? Hong Kong. No, <laughs> we are not. We were last week, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, not anymore. No, not anymore. Oh, some, of those, some of those global podcasts uh, have overtaken us. Okay, okay. But we are number one and beating all those uh, global podcasts. Yeah, whereabouts, whereabouts? Bhutan. Bhutan. The beautiful the kingdom of. The beautiful kingdom of Bhutan. It's also a very good trivia question. The capital of Bhutan. If you know the capital of Bhutan... You usually get to win a quiz night. I have absolutely no idea. Timpu. Timpu? Yeah, T-H-I-M-P-U. We're massive there. Yeah, big in Timpu. I'll tell you what, they've got a growing cricket program in Bhutan. They really have. Well, they look across the border, look at Nepal. They're yeah. mad for it, so yeah. Yeah. trying to join in. Oh, well done, Bhutan. Cr- uh, number one. Hello, all my Bhutanese friends out there. Hello from Bodders. Hello from Bushy. Yeah, Bhutan. Fantastic. Bodders and Bushy in Bhutan. All right, all my friends in Bhutan listening in. We've got the outs and ins coming up this week. We didn't have a lot of games, actually, in the in the men's four divisions because of the corporate sixes down at Kowloon Cricket Club. I enjoyed that corporate sixes down here playing court jester role. You were doing well. I enjoyed it. And while you were doing most of that, I was off doing women's all-stars over at Tinkwong Road Recreation Ground, so we'll cover that. You will have that all covered in the outs and ins. We'll have the ins and outs, of course. A couple of big games this weekend that we'll have covered. Special My Story this week, a very special My Story, Bushy, with the women's captain, Carrie Chan. Yeah, tying in with the... Hong Kong Women's T20I Series going on right now in Hong Kong, up at Hong Kong Cricket Club. We're halfway through. We'll cover that in Sky Plaza Road. Yeah, I mean, it's fantastic to have women's international cricket back here. So Sky Plaza Road, there's been no Hong Kong players out there, but we've had plenty of teams coming in via Sky Plaza Road into Hong Kong. So, yeah, as you say, that'll all be covered in Sky Plaza Road. Just a quick shout-out for the Movember boys again. Very important. Well, what's happening? Actually, where's your Mo gone? My Mo's well, gone. We're halfway through November and yep. it's gone. Yeah, that's 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 very trip ahead. I've just decided the Mo's gone. You're an absolute shocker. You I, do look better. I walked I walked through the front door and Benny there, who always lets me in when I had the goatee, yeah. said, hey, hey, hey. and I said, yeah, I'm on the, I'm the list. I'm the Who's sporting. this? Benny, yeah, and I'm like, I used to have the Mo and the goatees. Oh! Uh, yeah. okay. You look very different. You look 10 years younger. There we go. Thank look you. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, anyway, Movember out there. We've got some links up on Insta. Uh, all the Cowling Cricket Club boys are doing it and uh, reach out. Very important cause. Uh, this is the A for 52 podcast with Bodders and Bushy. Are we ready to get going, Bushy? Let's get on with the show. It's time for Outs and Ends. A full wrap of senior cricket games in Hong Kong from last weekend. Here's Bodders. All right, here we go again. Outs and Ends. There was only five games last weekend and nothing in Sunday Division 2. And I mentioned the opener. That was due to the KCC Corporate Sixers. Uh, which was a fantastic time. We're not going to cover that in the outs and ins, but we will cover, first off, Saturday Division 2. We're at Peak KVR Park 
Kaitak played the USRC Tigers. I tipped Kaitak. Bushy tipped Tigers. Um, yeah, and up there at PKVR. Kaitak batted first. An early wicket. First ball of the second over with the score on just two. So Jean-Pierre Di Duplessis come to the wicket. And he was there at the end of 35 overs. Bushy, he was 78 not out. He had a 120-run partnership with Chris Ryan, who finished on 55. And Kaitak were 5 for 171 after their 35 overs. A bit of rain sent this one to DLS. And after 27.3 overs, the Tigers were 7 for 109, which wasn't enough. And Kaitak won by 29. I've been DLS'd. For the Tigers, Wasim Abbas top scored with 34 and there wasn't a lot else of note. Good win for Kaitak and they continue to push for promotion. Kaitak now second, USRC Tigers third with both teams only one point away from the lead. Yeah, successful tip for Botters there on the Centaurs versus Lancers. This one was out of GDB and I tell you what, Centaurs have struggled so far this year and the Lancers have been one of the more impressive teams in the division. Lancers batted first. And they were impressive, I must say. Opener, Tammy Bajour with 52 off 71, led the way. And was only dismissed in the 30th over. Uh, wonderful 62 off just 32. With six sixes from Rajiv Kumar, Devakaran, and a quick fire 38 off 27 from Asad Ashfaq. Propelled the Lancers to seven for 221. Santos never really got into the chase. And a top score of 28 from Mukesh Tandi was their best. And they were rolled for 131. Nitesh Budlani, pick of the bowlers, seven overs, four for 13. Outstanding from the Lancers. They win by 90 and yeah. go top. And you'll remember, Bushy, we both tipped the Lancers there. So successful. That was it for Division 2. Let's have a quick look at the leaderboard. Yakzan Rajan, HKU, he remains top with 220 at an average of 73. Chris Ryan, he jumps back into the top three. He's got 213 at 71. And Hamad Muhammad Khan from the USRC Tigers, he holds on to third. With 198 at 66. And over to the bowling side, uh, Vishnu from Kaitak. He remains on top with 12 wickets. and uh, But he's joined this week by Asad Ashfaq from the Lancers. Henry Sue from Hung Si and Tiran Ranasinghe from HKU. They both have 10 and they're equal third. What's the table look like in Div 2, Bushy? Div 2, Saturday, SCC Lancers out on top, eight points. On 7.3 teams, HKU, USRC Tigers and Kaitak. Just one team on six points. Diasco Little Say one leaders on five. HKCC Witherers, two teams on four. India Club Suryas and Little Say one Thunder. On three, Laguna Gully and Centaurs on two points. KCC Saracens and yet to register a point. It's Craig Ngawa Hung Si. Yeah, Lancers up there doing it well on top. Four wins and a loss. Witherers fighting back after a relatively slow start, a loss early. They're coming through. Leaders are there as well. Only played the four games on six points. So uh, starting to heat up. All important promotion, of course, out of Division 2. On to Saturday, Division 1. Kick it off with the Yodders versus the Charlie Bears out of Mission Road. And the promoted Charlie Bears took on the Yodders. Both teams go, go into this one. They've only had one win each, actually, going into this. The Charlie Bears batted first, and Raj put a tunda. Top scored with 21. Not much of a top score. And they were rolled. They were all out for just 98. And I'll tell you what, special mention for Shelton. Jay De Cruz, four wickets, two catches, and a run out. This game actually kicked the All-Stars off the pitch during the uh, wet DLS game that was in the morning. They had to have this game on. 
and we got kicked off for 98 runs. There you okay. go. Uh, anyway, bit of early trouble for the Otters, and they were five for 31 at one point, and then seven for 52, and it was game on, but a 34 not out from Prashant Shivapa. Saw them safely home, and a win for the Otters. Yeah, which I did tip, actually, Bushy, and you were rock solid with your Charlie Bears, so well, another one loser for you. I love my Charlie Bears. I don't like them kicking off my All-Stars, but anyway. Yeah, well, maybe you go off the Charlie Bears now. Nomads, Punjab Lions, up the hill. Actually, a rain reduced game by a couple of overs. Nomads batted first. A great 80 of 76 from Luke Voice. He led the way for the Nomads. His opening partner, George Bloop, also scored 44. And Say Hill, Sahal, Melvin Carr, 35. He uh, chipped in and helped the Nomads get to 5 for 234 of 33 overs. For the Punjab Lions, Vinat Pratap Shetty was the top scorer with 34. As the Lions were flogged by 75 runs, Shiv Mather, the destroyer with the ball, taking a Pfeiffer and Michelle. Five for 30 off seven overs after 80. Luke Voice also had a bowl and took three wickets. And we both tipped the Lions. Yeah, he's got to be, well, we both lost, right? He's got to be man of the match up there for sure. Luke Voice, 80 and then three wickets. Shiv chipping in with five. That's fantastic. Battle leaderboard. Actually, no changes from last week. Pranav Shah. Sky Warriors, he sits atop 178 at 44 and a half. Samad Khan from KCC, 177 at 59. Karj Pajadia, 118 at 59. As far as the bowlers are concerned, Dashvora from the Crusaders, he stays on top with nine. Harris Muhammad from Sky Warriors, he stays second with eight. And he's joined by Shiv Matter actually on the bowling leaderboard, equals second with eight. What about that uh, table in Div 1, Bushy? Let's have a look at the top. So HKCC Gap Ramblers, eight points. Still very tight, just that one point between them and the Asqua Little Si One Sky Warriors. Then a bunch on five points, two points back. KCC Tartars, USRC Lions, HKCC Nomads and the India Club Yodders. On four points, my Charlie Bears. And then on three points, we've got Lama Cricket Club, Punjab Lions and PACC Rising Stars. Two points. At the bottom of the table for the KCC Crusaders and CCC Jing Sung. Yeah, Lions in there going better than it looks. They've only played the three games. They're on five points, only three behind the leaders. The Gap Ramblers, who are the favourites, of course. Sunday Division 1, hard to believe, Bushy, but the Scorpions played a game up against USRC Elite up the hill. The Elite from USRC, they batted first. Shahid Basif, he was the standout, 72 off 68. Unfortunately for them, no one else got to 30. And USRC were 9 for 198 after their 50 overs. They batted out the 50 but couldn't get to 200, 198. Scorpions turned to bat and Anchi opened with Nizakat. What happened? 89 not out for Anch. Led the way for the Scorpions. Then had Shah 30, the next best. And the Scorpions do it easy. Six down in the 38th over. Yeah, and there's a cat out early, but Anchi just bats all the way through, gets 89. We both tipped the Scorpions. They've had the win. Well, Nizakat's form continues then. Yeah, he'll get runs. It's coming up. Premier League will come up. He'll get runs there. Kinshad Shah, he's 134 runs at 44. Wakas Khan, USRC Elite, he's 132. And Manjinder Singh from Pakistan Association, 118 at 39. On the bowling side, Luke Jones, he still sits atop the table. He's taken seven wickets, but he's joined this week by Wakar Dawood from USRC Elite. Uh, six wickets now, all equal. Ali Hussain Jr., USRC, Mohammed Shoaib, and Isan Nawaz, both from PACC. It's the table taking more shape, Bushy. Sunday Div 1. 
Yep, Pakistan Association Cricket Club Elite have played like a season and a half already. Played seven, won three, nine points atop. They've played a lot of games. KCC Templars played five. They're on seven, two points back. The Scorpions now played four at least. Five points for them. Four points for USRC Elite. Three points for Little Sai One. And bottom of the table in relegation zone, it is the recently promoted USRC Vagabonds on two. Yeah, it's looking dangerous for Little Sai One, right? Really is. Sitting second last, they haven't won a game. They've got three abandons. They've played six already, which means they've only got four to come. And ins and outs will show that this weekend they're playing the Scorpions. So um, Ouch. they're in a bit of danger if Vagabonds can jag another win. It must be a Vagabonds little side one game, maybe even two coming up. We'll have to check that. It's going to be huge, those ones. All right, that's it for the men's. Uh, ladies All-Stars, Bushy, what happened out there? Well, we had some fun. We had the All-Stars, the Balhinia Stars versus the J-Jets, as we always do for the DLA Piper Women's All-Star Series this year. Three games played on the 10th, and we said on the 11th. You got kicked off the pitch. Yeah. And on the 12th. But the, the 11th actually turned out to be the best game of the uh, series. Yeah. Uh, on the first day, uh, the J-Jets did what they do, banged on 132, and then the, the Balhinia Stars didn't get bowled out, but they just couldn't score runs. 93, so they went down by a ton there. Then on the 11th, we had some rain, so 12-over game. And the J-Jets put on 86. And, of course, then... Mr. Duckworth Lewis and his friend with the S on it mm. uh, came into effect. So, Stern. Stern, I think yeah, he is. Poor Mr. Stern, because yeah. nobody ever Should remembers his name. Yeah. Um, that meant that the Balhinia Stars needed to score 93 runs for victory. And they scored 92. Tie. Tie. In a 12-over game with rain. It was all going on. We had so many stoppages. It was, it was good fun. Fantastic. Fantastic. And then in the end... Uh, back to normal business, and the J-Jets uh, pumped the Balhinia Stars on the final day. Good hit out before the uh, internationals. Yeah, You had some international players playing in the All-Stars, right? Yeah, we had three. Yeah. Um, two from Nepal who were playing in the all in the international series, yep. and one former international from Japan. No, it's brilliant, brilliant. And, um, yeah, good lead into the women's internationals, which we will have covered soon in Sky Plaza Row. But that's it for outs and ins for this week. It's time for ins and outs with all the weekend senior games covered. Here's Botters. All right, ins and outs. How many games we've got this weekend? Six. We've got no Sunday Div 2. All other three divisions are playing. We'll kick it off with Saturday Div 1. Lama versus CCC Jingsung Bushy up at PKVR Park. Lama. Yeah. Boys from Lama. Definitely Lama for mine. Lama from both of us. Crusaders down here at Kowloon Cricket Club. Crusaders versus the Yodders Saturday afternoon. Well, I'm not going Crusaders, so... No, I'm going to go Yodders as well. I think I think they'll probably have too much for the Crusaders. Crusaders are due, though. They will have a win soon, and it could be this weekend, but I'll tip the Yodders. Again, Kowloon Cricket Club into Division 2. Saracens versus the Witherers. That's, mm. that's up the hill at HKCC. Okay. Well, there's one win for the Saracens, two wins for the Witherers, but it's at home. I'm going to pick the Witherers. Yeah, Witherers all. They'll win. They'll win easy up there. Uh, leaders versus the Thunder. LSW in-house clash out at GDB. That's the Derby. Yeah. Exciting. Uh, you're going to have to go with the leaders with their three wins so far. Yeah, also. leaders will win well out there. That'll be a smashing for mine. 
Um, Sunday, Div 1. Um, big game at Kowloon Cricket Club. USRC Elite are going to come around the corner and play the Templars. Do we know any any of the teams, anybody back for the Templars? There's a full-strength team. Don't know. Don't know, in all honesty. Um, so how about we... So we'll just Carter, pick... Carter will be here. Okay. Pasco? Don't know. Okay. Jay Davidson's fit. He'll be playing. Jamie will be playing. USRC Elite will have Gaz. They'll have everyone. They'll have everyone yeah. back. Could yeah. be a good game. Should be a really good game. Uh, just for the home ground advantage, I'll go with the Templars. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Templars as well. Um, don't, now, even, don't even bother asking for the next one. No, no, but we're <laughs> going to mention it, though. And why? Well, we're going to mention it because it's on. Well, maybe it's on unless it gets rescheduled, but it shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. It's out of Mission Road, actually. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, you've got the internationals up at HKCC, right? This is true. You've got the ladies playing up there, so they've taken priority over the Scorpions, who are playing uh, LSW. And I'm going to give some credit to Hong Kong Cricket Club here. Yeah. The Scorpions haven't played a lot, and they get a lot of reschedules, but they've given up their ground for women's internationals and are happy for their Scorpions to go out and play at Tinkwong Road Recreation Ground. No, absolutely. No, full credit. And I'll tell you what, it looks fantastic. I know you've been out there commentating. I, I flicked it on, had a look at it in my lunch break today. Um, the ground looks sensational. The broadcast that Cricket Hong Kong will put together with all the cameras. I don't know how many cameras they've got. Five cameras, is it? Mm. Wow. Well, it's really, really smart telecast, and the club looks fantastic. And it's uh, come across really well. And we'll talk more about that at Sky Plaza Road. Let's do this one. Let's just... Scorpions beat LSW out there, and that's... Scorpions could go out to Gin Drinkers Bay and beat LSW. Yeah, uh, the only thing is LSW will have Isan Khan back if he takes six for 20, which which he can, because he can. he's Isan Khan, right? He, he can, can run through that top order. It oh. is unlikely. Scorpions will win that. That's it for ins and outs. We'll have more ins and outs next week. Hi, I'm Michael Vaughan, and you're listening to the 8 for 52 podcast with Botters and Bushy. It's time for My Story, where the elites of cricket in Hong Kong tell us their story. Yes, it's time for My Story here on the 8 for 52 podcast, where we get the superstars of Hong Kong cricket in and have a chat about their past, present and future. And this week, tying in with the huge international women's series up at HKCC, it is the captain of Hong Kong, China, Carrie Chan. Thank you for joining us, Carrie. Thank you for the invite. This is absolutely a pleasure for me, and we're up the hill. This is going to go out during the week, Thursday or Friday, so you'll already be two games into that. We'll talk about the International Series in a bit, but we're going to start with where you were born and how you got into cricket yourself. Yeah, we just talked before we started recording. You were born in China, then came to Hong Kong when? Yeah, so uh, I born in China, and when I come to Hong Kong, it's around like one year old, so, because my mom is from mainland China, but my dad is born in Hong Kong. And so... Um, after one year old, I just moved back to Hong Kong and live here for 25 years now. So um, my family is very like traditional Chinese family. They don't know anything about cricket, uh, even like anything like baseball, any sport. Yeah, so sports out, you should have been doing the music. Yeah, no, they just like uh, study. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, study. So you moved back to Hong Kong. You went to school here, obviously, after being one. The school you went to, I was I'm going to go out on a limb and assume, wasn't a school that played cricket? No, it isn't. It's what, um, it is a local school. 
So they have no cricket also, but we were so lucky that moment have a coach who is called Lau. So um, he was the national team coach that moment and came to our school to do some demonstration. So that's where you got into it. You're at school at a school that doesn't do cricket and a demonstration. You, and what, what, what through, your, through your head, like you say, your mum and dad wanted you to study your traditional Chinese family. Cricket's not obviously big on it. Did you just see it and go, wow, that's something I want to try? Yeah, because my family want me to study, but I can't study. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, some of the point that my family is say, okay, you have to keep study, but if you want to learn other things, you still can try it. So at the moment, I like learn fencing, tennis, basketball, volleyball, every sport. And I just start to feel like, oh, I love sport. Then just that moment, also the teacher said, oh, we have a cricket course. Do you want to try it? I said, yeah, I didn't tell my family. I just said, yeah, let's do it. How old were you then? That moment is around like 13 years old. Okay. And just using the plastic bat and plastic ball to play at a school. I remember I hit the ball and then to hit to the windows. And after that, the coaches say, hey, like, do you want to join our under-19 training? seems to be quite a theme that the people we talk to, they don't play cricket. They take it up immediately and all of a sudden they go, oh, I'm really good at this. <laughs> and that's, that's what's happened here, I'm assuming. Yeah, and he say, like, you have a chance to go overseas. <laughs> Well, travel around. Yeah, well, it's better than studying. Yeah, I just like, good, I don't need to stay in the school. That's why I like to go, because I don't like study that moment. So you were 13 when you first picked up a bat and mm. ball. When was it when you started to play? Uh, did you join a club at any point? Uh, when you start, it's not really have a club yet either. I start to joining the under-19, um, like the girls' training. And after that, starting to have a club called CCC, they are uh, creating a new team. It's called a Feng Wan team. And that moment, I just joining the club team and starting to play for the under-19 and also the club team. So when was the first time you played for Hong Kong? Oh, so if for the under-19, it should be my when I was 15. So two years after you first ever saw a cricket bat and ball, you're on the national team. Did no, under-19 Under-19. Yeah, yeah, 14 or 15 is under-19. Yeah. And after that, around 16, 17 years old, I started to play for national team. Okay, then. So you progressed. And did you go overseas with that tour as well? That's right at the end of schooling, right? Yeah. So I did go to um, Singapore for my first tour when I, in uh, under-19 squad. That's my first ever um, tourman. And after that for national team, I remember that moment they chose me for the 15 uh, 15 so I'd not even have a chance to uh, run the water or uh, like sit next to the boundary I s- just sit in the resting room and just watching cricket but that's the point that led me to realize how cricket really look like and how to play smartly so like you're saying you're 17 18 about this time you went to Singapore what did your parents who you expected you to study and finish off your DSC think you know they they just they starting to know that I can't study they really like <laughs> Except it, finally. <laughs> <laughs> so it's worked well. You got into cricket when you are 13. By the time you're getting to the end of schooling, your parents have finally figured out sport is the way to go for you. And off you go. Now, we're now here. We're recording from Tinkwong Road Recreation Ground at the end of the DLA Piper into, uh, All-Star Series, which was a great three-day weekend. How did you find playing with a whole mix of players just before the internationals and including some international players? It is very good um, tournament for us, very good series for us because 
um, we can like play against each other. And I think it's more like also the fun part is we playing for the girls that maybe we haven't trained with them or play with them before, like the pathway girls, the under 19 girls, especially also the overseas girl from Nepal, from Japan. So that's very like excitement. And then we really enjoy it. Like even I asked the other girls and they were more serious like this because when such as Tash going in the bed or other girls go in the bed, we can just talk about like some jokes and then to try to affecting them. Now we're going to back up a little bit. We've got the internationals coming up this week while this podcast goes up. You were 17 when you first joined the Hong Kong China team. When did you become captain? So when I started to be captain, it was 2019. It was in uh, the first tour is Korea, East Asia Cup. So that moment, I remember um, the coach, he he's uh, Chris Cutter, uh, Chris, so Wilson. So Wilson just, I remember he said, Carrie, I want to talk with you. I said, yeah, well, like, what what you want? And he said, I, I thought I'd get trouble. And he said... <laughs> <laughs> so you thought Wilson was about to scold you, and instead he said what? Yeah, so he said, like, Carrie, I... Uh, want you to be the national team captain and for the uh, next tournament and I was like I'd be shocked but also I just keep talking with him and he's so nice to let me to know like what the captain should do and also we solve a lot of problems together. Okay so you're now into four to five years of being captain since 2019 the internationals coming up the, the two games in probably by the time this podcast comes out how do you feel the team is progressing? You've got a new coach in this year as well? Yeah, I think the team is um, getting well, ex especially that moment after being a captain for one tournament is uh, COVID. So I was uh, like being a COVID captain <laughs> for two years. Now, I suppose that's tough. You get, finally get the gig, you're the top person in the team, and all of a sudden for two years you're locked down. Yeah, but that moment, like um, me and the past coach, like Wilson, we keep thinking about the um, exercise to do at home and then the meeting, everything for the girls to not let everyone just being lazy at home. So it was doing well. And now everything is going back to the normal and then new coach coming in to give some like new idea and also new energy for the team. So um, at this moment, I think our girls is improving a lot and then going up. With the new coach coming in, you went in and did Asia Cup, Asian, no, not Asian Cup, Asian Games up there in Hangzhou. And the team did really, really well, especially that first game. You had scored a new high score, I believe. Yes, that's the um, second game we against uh, Mongolia. Um, yeah, that was the um, this. That's her highest score for the Asian game, and also for my personal score for the international. That I, I didn't expect it also because for me that I just want to get in the quarterfinals that moment. Well, I know myself and Botters who host this podcast. We were all watching. I think it's the Bangladesh game that you needed to get through to get through to the semifinals, and we watched it all day. We have oh. never watched so much rain on a broadcast in our lives. Fingers crossed, hoping, thought, this is the game that Hong Kong can get through. Hong Kong China can get this game and get through to the semis. How was it? Was it depressing to be there uh, on the ground and just not being able to get out? At the moment that we, the team's still hoping, you know, like we always get ready that no matter how many overs, we just want to get in and then play, you know, to against the top 
like the top 10 team in the row and then it's a good chance to see how our level is so we keep like walking in the changing room going out the ground <laughs> walking in <laughs> if I have a moment that we walk out and then the coach and manager think we're walking out too much where we're about to ring will get us to get cold so let us to stay in but like um it's just the thing that we can't control right so we were so sad that that moment we couldn't play the semi-finals um but i believe that that's always the chance to let us to get ready for the next asian game if possible to have cricket and also prepare ourselves for the next field tournament yeah and speaking of which the internationals tanzania japan nepal there's some tough competition in this international tournament here in hong kong this week yeah, so uh, we're really looking forward to it because we have long time no play the home series in Hong Kong, especially like um, Tanzania team. Um, have you played Tanzania before? I just remember once, but like 2016 or 17. But that moment, I still don't know what happened. And I don't really remember what they doing and stuff. So um, I'm really looking forward this time to play against some new teams. And of course, also the poor team, that's a team that we always play against too. We always like winning and losing, like it's a good competition team. It's like your rivals and yeah. your friends. We saw a couple of the uh, international uh, players from the pool, Sidharana Maga and Rabina Chetri, the former captain, was uh, in the DLA Piper series. So you're also friends as well as uh, sometimes enemies. We're getting hassled by your vice-captain through the window while we're recording. <laughs> Natasha Miles going home after the All-Stars. Uh, yeah, all my teammates like yeah. leaving and ready for tomorrow training. And I've, got, and I've got you stuck here in doing the podcast. Thanks for giving us the time after the game. And I know you need an ice bath. And it. Not that Natasha Miles is back. Yeah, they, they, they're teasing you. They're teasing me. Yeah. But it's good. Like That's why I love my team so much because they are so fun outside the cricket ground. But uh, when we group in together to the cricket field, we are like serious but also enjoying everything. Yeah, so your teammates but also friends off the field. Yes. And we're talking about the internationals that are on. Uh, you got Japan and you were saying about how Nepal, you've also got a camaraderie with them as well as a rivalry. They're your friends and enemies. Yeah. And yeah, like I just thought of Rabina also, I say, hey, now we play against each other for free, free games already. And also we are teammates. So we know how to get you out and everything. So, um, but it's just a little joke between each other. Um, but it's always it's good that because when you play cricket, you always play against a different team, different countries, right? But it's good that after the game, you guys become a friends. So I think that's important to have a good relationship with different countries' players. And we're really looking forward to to play against the poor again. And also Japan, they improve a lot. And just looking forward to the series. So that's the present coming up. What's in the future for the Hong Kong-China women's team? Yeah, so um, for us, that we're looking forward to the next year. We believe they have... Uh, Asia Cup qualifiers. Um, we still don't know what, when. And Do you know where? Uh, not sure yet. So okay. um, just every two years there we have uh, Asia Cup qualifiers and also World Cup qualifiers. I think for me that I just want to focus on no matter what the next tournament coming up, like if Asia Cup qualifiers coming first, I want to um, qualify for the Asia Cup. If World Cup qualifiers come first, I want to get in the World Cup qualifiers for the Global also. So um, that's for my dream to bring the Hong Kong team for the next level. And also, I hope we can have the be the top 15 players in the world in the next year. Well, we talked to your coach, Andy Cotton, today on the broadcast, and he said he's got such a, 
large train now with the pathway program of players to choose from. Is that exciting you, the fact that you've got those youngsters that we saw out there in the All-Stars as well? Yeah, like it's very surprised me because also I, I didn't see them a lot no matter in the training or even in the league game because maybe sometimes we play for di- different division. But like obviously you can see this series, um, this um, All-Star, the Pathway girls, the under-19 girls, they very like like a star, you know, like a little star coming up. So for me that I think is a good thing that for the Hong Kong cricket in the future and also for me that I know that have some little girls coming in. So also for the girls that we know that we need to get better and better. And also it's excited because the score is getting bigger and bigger. Yep, so that means it's putting pressure on the, the players that are already established. And I did see it was uh, Myra Bullock after the game. With, couldn't get the grin off her face after getting Mariko Hill out today. <laughs> that's the crowning glory of her career, she believes. It was yeah. very happy. I mean, that's what was good for the youth, right? The kids out there all getting a game yeah and you get you also get to watch them like you said you haven't actually had much interaction with them um now i did hear from thomas at chk that there's some big announcements for the team this week he's not telling me who though so am i gonna have to look out is there is there any uh, surprises coming well you know like just keep looking for the media <laughs> yeah by the time <laughs> this is out i'll know anyway follow <laughs> chk media on instagram thomas has promised he's going to put out some uh, some shattering earth-shattering news for the internationals that are on this week carrie chan the captain of hong kong china women's team thank you so much for joining us on the 8 for 52 podcast taken out of your time after this tournament good luck against uh, nepal and japan and tanzania and good luck next year for the asia cup and the world cup qualifiers Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here too. All right, there's the sound of the big bird and that means we're in Sky Plaza Road again. And this week's Sky Plaza Road is focused on the women's internationals up at the Hong Kong Cricket Club, Bushy, where you have been commentating with Jay Dunsinghani, of course, on behalf of Cricket Hong Kong. And I tell you what, I have flicked it on. I mentioned it earlier. Um... Impressive broadcast. You guys are sounding great, and the cricket's been superb. And Sky Plaza Road, obviously it's here, so no one's been going out. But coming in, we've had who? Tanzania, Japan, and Nepal. Yep. I'm Talk act- to us about it. I'm literally here recording the podcast in my Cricket Hong Kong broadcast. Shit, I ran you down the hill. You are with no moustache. Yep, ran down the hill from HKCC to KCC to record the podcast after day two. We'll run through the results from day one and day two. Uh, on Wednesday the 15th, we kicked it off. Tanzania, I've never seen Tanzania good. before, but they are good. They're good. They're good, and they yep. gave Nepal a bit of a spanking. They put 115 on the board. Yep. They shouldn't have. They were, they were, they were in real trouble at drinks. Yep. But got 115 for seven, and then bowled Nepal out for 88, which we'd think is a shock, but there's more to come. And then Japan and Hong Kong played the second game on the first day. And Hong Kong rolled Japan for 78 and an easy run chase in the 11th, just losing the one wicket. And Mariko making a, a 40 there, but she was the wicket to fall. Just, just out of interest on that Japanese team, are they, having been down to Malaysia and saw the Japan under-19 boys who actually qualify for the Asia Cup, a lot of them are uh, Australian-Japanese mix. Is that the same for the ladies team? or I, I reckon there's predominantly at, least, indigenous? at least two in the team. Okay. Because one applies her trade at the Penrith uh, Cricket Club. Really? And another, the spinner that bowled exceptionally well. Out of the riff. Well, out of the riff. 
Uh, yeah, Penwith. 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 And the the other one that uh, on Thursday bowled exceptionally well. Actually bowled well both days um, to Gucci Quinn. She's in a place for Melbourne Cricket Club. Oh, wow. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I was trying to see if I could actually grab her and play for the, the Commonwealth Sixers because I hear the Australian team's a bit short. <laughs> um, so, but I, I never got a chance to go ask the coach if we could just nab her on the, the rest day. Yeah, that shan't be happening, Bushy. No, nah, I wouldn't have thought so. And then on Thursday, which is today while we're recording, a um, couple of big games, Tanzania, uh, they were bullies. Mm. We said they're good, but they, mm. were, they bullied the Japanese. Mm. Uh, they put out 139 for nine, which is more wickets than uh, actually... Uh, Nepal managed to take against them, but still a big score. There you go, nearly seven and over, right? Yeah, and then bowled Japan all out for 28. Uh, come again? 28. Really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That is Japan's lowest score ever. Oh, my goodness. In T20Is. That's not so good. No. Well, there's a 32-point difference between their rankings. Tanzania is 19th in the world. Japan is 51st, and we saw that on display. Anyway, learning experience for the Japanese. It's good that they're here, and it's great they're learning. It's good for cricket, right? Happiest bunch of cricketers I've ever seen. Yeah. Not only yeah. did they enjoy their time out there getting thrashed, yeah. they stuck around. The Tanzanians went back to the hotel and rested, yeah. even though they got a day off. Japanese stuck around and watched the Nepal-Hong Kong game in the crowd the entire thing. When I was leaving really? to come here to do the podcast, they were outside HKCC taking group photos in oh, front beautiful. of the, the logo, and they were all up and beautiful. so happy. Beautiful. Every time you talk to them, they were the most polite, beautiful people you've ever seen. So they're having a ball. I'm glad they're here, even if they're, they're getting beaten. Well, you say that, like the Japanese, I think I mentioned on one of the other podcasts, I'll mention it again, the under-19 the under nineteen boys came to watch the Hong Kong. I can't remember who, the, who Hong Kong played, but anyway, they were doing a recce for the next game against Hong Kong. All these young blokes, 14, 15, 14, 15 of 17, 18-year-olds rock up. What do they do when the game's over? They pack up all the chairs. They walk around, they pack up all the chairs, save all the ground staff doing the work. It's just, the culture is just tremendous, right? Yep. And glad that they're here. I hope they're having a ball. They're going to play one more. They've got two more games coming up. But there was another game after that uh, demolition of Japan by Tanzania, and it was a huge game. Big game, especially for us broadcasting, because when we go live into Nepal, everybody's tuning in. Yeah, they yeah. love their cricket. Nepal versus Hong Kong, China. And if you were in Nepal, you probably were pulling your hair out because Nepal got absolutely spanked by Hong Kong, China. Just demolished. Wow. All out for 56. Wow. Tanzania wow. got them all out for 88. We wow. got them all out for 56. Goodness me. Now... In that 56, and also in that game against Japan, two hat-tricks. So, Carrie Chan gets a hat-trick in the first game. Correct. Right. Four wickets in and over, including a hat-trick on the 20th over. Four-wicket maiden, was it? I believe it was. Oh, hello. Yeah. Hello, that's all right. Four-wicket maiden, yeah. hat-trick. From what I understand, that's her second hat-trick in T20 Internationals. Yep. The only one in women's cricket to have that. I do believe so. We saw it in the SCMP. Must wow. Be true. wow. 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 And then in Not the to be outdone. Yeah, in the Ikra Sahar. Ikra Sahar comes on and bowls a hat trick maiden over herself. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And I mean, okay, the first game, no no not any disrespect to our my story uh guest this week, Captain Carrie Chan, who you've just heard from. But Ikra Sahar's done this against Nepal. Nepal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And just don't underestimate rip- that. 
ripped the guts out of that team. That was the heart was pulled out. Yeah, so the middle the order has just been totally dismantled. It was top order. Yeah, it was in a. Th- he was in her second over. Yeah, she bowled the first over, so it was like the third over of the game. Wow, and well, that's a tremendous win for the Hong Kong women. They are looking ominous. I, they will challenge, and if not, beat Tanzania. So rest day. Friday. Friday. We're releasing Friday night. So tomorrow, as in if you're listening to this Friday night, so Saturday, Sunday is more cricket up there. So Saturday now, with how it's panned out, is just a preview of Sunday. Okay. So the first game on Saturday will be Japan versus Nepal, who will be playing in the third versus four match on Saturday. Oh, there morning. is a third versus four. So, yes. So literally the There's next four games are... Repeats. Uh, Hong Kong, Tan- Tanzania, and then Hong Kong, Tanzania in the yeah. final. And yeah? of course, that the sixth game, which is before the finals, Hong Kong, China versus Tanzania at 2pm on Saturday. Whoever wins that will be top of the table. Yeah. Not that it makes any difference to No, Sunday, zero. They're both in the final. But, but bragging, right? Yeah. And of course, remember, where Hong Kong... Well, where... Hong Kong, China is ranked 22nd in the world, and Tanzania is 19th. So only when we've beaten the 21st ranked side, Nepal, already. That's a good point, right? All these games, you know, they're full T20 internationals. They all count for rankings, and you never know what ICC are going to do as far as setting draws amongst rankings is concerned and seedings and stuff. Do you want me to get on to my views of the ICC, Bushy? I'd rather you didn't. Okay. okay. Because uh, we know where that led to last time, having to beep you out. But I will say... If you're not going to watch us live on Cricket Hong Kong Facebook or in India, if you're tuning in on this podcast on Fancode, come up the hill. Yeah. Come watch. Come yeah. watch live. International women's cricket. It's Absolutely. fantastic. Absolutely. And it's a beautiful setup at the Hong Kong Cricket Club as well. So please, Saturday for the final group games and then Sunday, get yourself up the hill and watch, uh, watch some fantastic cricket. The weather's supposed to be fantastic. I actually haven't even had a look at the weather report. but um, it's supposed, supposed to be, to be freezing, cold. freezing cold. Thank you. But that's all right. We've, had, we've just been out the back of a really boiling hot summer. So slap on a jacket, get yourself up the hill, sit outside and watch the women's cricket. It'll be tremendous. Is that it, Bushy, for Sky Plaza Road this week? It's that's good one. it. We'll wrap it up. We'll wrap up those uh, four games next week when the plane takes off. And now it's time for Bushy's Birthday Bonanza. That's ah, my favourite. It's your favourite. It's everyone's favourite time of the week, of course. It's Bushy's Birthday Bonanza. Bushy, what do we got? Oh, we got a Hopefully couple. better than last week. Well, infinitely better. Oh, good. Because we have more than zero. Uh, coming up, two birthdays in the coming week. Yeah. First up from USRC, Aftab Hussain. That is for the USRC Premier. He's yeah. turning 26. 26. Being in Premier League, we're Premier League just around the corner. It's going to be very exciting. Happy birthday to you. And tying in with the theme of this week's podcast yeah. with the captain of the women's cricket Hong Kong team, Kari Chan, the women's internationals. We had the All-Stars. She had a hat-trick. Yeah, she international. did. It's not her birthday, though. Oh, okay. But it is another superstar of uh, the women's cricket Hong Kong team. Yeah. Mariko Hill. Oh, really? Mariko Hill is having a birthday on Monday the 20th. So that's the day after the final. Day after the final. So hopefully they can take it out. Mariko scores a half century, takes five for, and has a birthday the next day. Sounds like a perfect plan. Happy birthday, Mariko Hill. Fantastic. And there it is, Mariko Hill and Aftab Hussein. Happy birthday this week from Bushy's Birthday Bonanza. 
This is Jason Loy from the CHK Dragons, and you're listening to the 8 for 52 podcast with Bodders and Bushy. All right, Bushy, coming to the end of episode 12, as you mentioned at the start, the end of the second over. We never thought we'd make it this far, mate. Oh, what a pleasure. Number one in Bhutan. Number one in Bhutan. Enjoyed every every delivery. As a young bloke, I never thought I'd have the number one cricket podcast in Bhutan. Oh, never how, a prouder day. How? This <laughs> is... Never a prouder true. moment. Yeah, it was, it was on my bucket list, I'll say now. Um, thank you for everyone in Timpu listening in, making us the number one cricket podcast in Bhutan. We might get up there. Oh, I reckon we should. Yeah, they'll swamp us at the airport. You never know. Can't wait, can't wait. Uh, big episode though, covered the outs and ins, a lot of cricket going on. Uh, a little bit less because of the corporate sixes and then the ladies internationals taking over the Hong Kong Cricket Club, Bushy. No, fantastic. And enjoying every moment of that halfway through. Remember, come up to Hong Kong Cricket Club this weekend if you've got some time. Put the jacket on because it might be a bit chilly. But uh, we got four more games, including the finals on Sunday. Free entry. Bring your family. Bring your kids. And Captain Carrie Chan, of course. She takes a hat trick. She was in my story this week. Well... I'd like to point out that we recorded the podcast before she did a hat trick. You're going to take I, credit for I, it. I'm taking credit for it. it was a brilliant interview we had. I had a great old chat. And then she goes and gets a four for in and over and gets a hat trick. Yeah, it's got absolutely nothing to do with you. I'm taking some credit. All right, fair enough. But great interview. She gave us great insight into her life, right? Yeah. I, I, I just love the fact that her parents know nothing about cricket. Didn't want her to be doing sport. She should be studying. Yeah. And... Too she's bad. The, she's the national captain. Yep. Saw a demonstration on cricket at school and went, oh, I'm, I'm in for that. I'll play some of that. Yeah. And now leading into the internationals here in Hong Kong. Mum and dad still have no idea what cricket is. As far as I'm aware, yeah. They, they know that uh, their daughter goes to cricket. Sure, sure. And, and is somewhat important. But, you know, apart from that, I've never seen them down by the ground having a look. Beautiful, beautiful story. That's what we get in my story, isn't it? Yeah. Every week we get something new and we'll be back next week. I have no idea yet who's going to be on my story next week, yeah, but it'll be busy. big. It's big every week. Get, get, get working on our next guest for uh, the podcast. Episode 12 is done. Get yourself up to Hong Kong Cricket Club this weekend if you're listening on the Friday night or the Saturday. Cricket is on Saturday and Sunday. Bushy, of course, is calling it on behalf of Cricket Hong Kong. It's a great event. Get out there and support it. That is it, Bushy, for the 8 for 52 podcast. Episode 12, we are done. See ya. The 8 for 52 theme song is the coin toss from the band The Duckworth Lewis Method. Find them on Apple iTunes and YouTube and download that song and all their other cricket-related music. The 8 for 52 podcast is edited, produced and published by Matt Botfield and Aaron Bush for Trip Ahead Limited. Copyright 2023.